good time mentoring, right? You feel pretty good about, like, life and your experiences. How's your week going? Good. Perfect. You get paid today? I get to leave early. I had to oh, and you get to leave early. Scrub down from the cat early. box. I go to go oh, yeah, that happens, I, it right? It does that every Wednesday. Yeah. So, I, it happens. Whatever duty you have for animals, certain animals have to be cleaned weekly. Yes. Other than yes. daily duties. So yes. Is anybody getting affected by the change of seasons? No. 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 We're in the same room. Thank you. You don't have to yell. Not that. No, getting affected by the change of seasons. Like, does it affect your mood? Does it affect oh, you physically? Does it... Can't go biking anymore? Right? Yes. And then we make our Game of Thrones joke. Winter is coming, right? That was very clever. Game of Thrones? Yeah. So nature and the change of seasons is kind of what I wanted to talk about today because our breath, did you know for yogis as br- our breath is called springtime? No. Yeah. And our exhales are like a fall or a letting go or a time for rebirth where you get to kind of like process and regroup and start again. So if um, you uh, feel a transition in your life, does it make you feel happy, uncomfortable, mellow? Do you like when things shift? Gradually, yeah. Gradually. But if it's an abrupt change, it's kind of scary, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when we, um, like in nature, transitions present themselves in shapes and forms and colors, right? But sometimes life, a transition's like really harsh and really like intense. And what I want to show you today is that through breath and through movement, um, we cannot like um, get, uh, I wouldn't say freaked out, but maybe flip our lids when we're presented with schedules, expectations, work, homework, or chores like cleaning. You know, um, like mentoring was fun, right? That was a fun experience because you were able to, like, share and be able to be, like, a a big brother or a big sister, right? So you were able to kind of, like, do something that's, like, second nature. But sometimes transitions in our life are really awkward and create fear. Do you guys ever get afraid? Never, ever? Who doesn't? Right? Who doesn't? That is a good response. It's natural. It's a... It's yeah. It's a, do whoever say they don't are lying. That's it's true. Pre, it's a primordial instinct. Yeah, a primordial, yep. Uh-huh. Right? Primordial, primordial, right? Um, primal. Yeah, primal. Yeah, I like that. It's just so like, it's a primal instinct. It's something so hardwired into our brain. It's just like right. a natural response, fight or flight. Okay, so that's great. So, you guys, Grace said something really smart. Did you hear her? She was talking about the idea of fight or flight. Do you know what part of your brain triggers you to go into fight or flight? Your head. Yeah, your head. That's good. That's smart. The head that is, uh, yep, on top of you. But um, when you go into fight or flight, 
you kind of open up your reptilian brain, your animal brain. You're kind of in the basement apartment, the dungeon, right? And dungeon is fun if you're playing like Dungeons and Dragons, but dungeons are not fun, right? If you're like trying to uh, kind of elevate yourself or find positivity or get a good job or, yeah. Yeah, and like when that happens, you like adrenaline rush, uh, right? logic kind of goes out the window. Right. You don't think clearly. Right. Yeah. You know Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, I do. I might be older than dirt, but I also <laughs> like to play games. I also like to play games, right? You look older than dirt. Thanks, babe. That's sweet. So when, 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 when nature transitions, right, leaves fall, colors evolve, and all that stuff, but when humans change, just like what you were saying, Grace, we... Um, Grace. You said Grace by what? accident. What was it? You said grace by accident. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just, what, okay. Just like when um, we are um, changing and evolving, actually humans freak out, right? They shrink. They get, like, really condensed and confined. And you know what happens to your body and your mind when that, that happens, that process happens? We calcify. Yeah, what? We calcify. We get like really, really sinewy and, and tight and our muscles aren't flexible and we don't have fluidity. We don't have the ability to, um, what do you call, like rebound from a challenging situation. So if you saw a spring, right, like a spring from a bed or a spring like um, a slinky, uh, it kind of goes, right? I've never heard it meow like a cat. I know. Well, I wasn't like meowing. I was trying to like make that rebound noise. But you know what I mean. Yeah, it goes boing, boing, like a cartoon, right? So when people get freaked out or tight, they aren't courageous. They aren't inspired. They aren't balanced. What happens is they condense and they get hard like a rock. And then, you know when your stomach sometimes hurts and you maybe can't go number two because you're so congested? emotionally and physically that you're just like really tight and it hurts and then people sometimes get ulcers right they get dis-ease so what we're trying to do when we learn about breath is to be kind to ourselves and find a mindful living versus an unmindful living so you're not in your animal brain or your reptilian brain where sometimes you have concrete stuck there and everything feels really thick and foggy we want to get out of that space of fight or flight, and we want to get into a state of higher consciousness where we're kind of like um, mindful and life is easy and we're connected and we're, uh, we are able to um, integrate. What's something that integrates? Snakes. Snakes integrate? Snakes are really easy at shedding their skin and moving forward, right? Computers integrate. Computers integrate, right? What else integrates? Like when uh, Yusuf puts a pencil to paper, that's integration because he's in the zone, he's drawing. Humans integrate. Humans integrate, yeah, haha, that's clever. Um, many, many ways. Yes. So <laughs> what? Tango, anybody? To me, yeah. When, when um, integration happens, to me, when integration happens, it's when your body, your brain, and your heart work together, and you're creating wholeness, or like a circle, right? A circle is integrated. And you guys remember last week what we talked about with the circle disappearing, right? 
So when we give ourselves time to integrate, we allow ourselves to be whole and we give ourselves an opportunity to kind of like reflect on things versus reacting. So we don't get caught up in the cyclone of change. And that's our ultimate goal for our practice is that we're trying to not control what happens, but we control the way that we respond. Cool, boring, interesting. I like the little horns at the top of your head. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, I don't think our bodies actually calcify unless there's something wrong on there. There's actual disease that makes everything in your body calcify. Yes, yes. Almost like a sci-fi character, right? Yeah, like, but, but basically everything calcifies and you die. Right. But if we drink lots of water, if we keep ourselves moving, and if we keep ourselves flexible in our minds and um, in our muscles and our tendons and our ligaments and all that stuff, then we're always flowing and we're fluid and we can integrate. But if we stop that, then does anybody eat like red meat? Yes. What happens if you eat a piece of meat that's like kind of like tough and Ugh. You're a cannibal. Yeah, no, it's like the bad piece, right? Because it's not really easy and digestible. It's kind of tough and hard and coarse. Well, that's what can happen with us if we don't breathe and if we kind of, um, kind of like um, tighten up and constrict. So we're trying to create some freedom. Um, the last thing I wanted to share with you before we start moving is, have you ever heard of a guy, um, he's passed now, he doesn't live, but his name is Dr. Wayne Dwyer, or Dyer? Mm -mm. No? So he is someone who is uh, very much into the idea of how positivity and movement and breathwork practices can change your life. And if you kind of show that attitude of gratitude with everything that you do, that you can uh, have a more positive experience on this planet that we live on. And his quote that I wanted to read to you is that, if you change the way you look at things, then the things you look at will change. So like instead of seeing the trees and nature changing and like, ugh, fall is coming. Notice how he didn't say winter. But if well, you, I, uh, but if the seasons are changing, instead of like when we get kind of sad or tired or frustrated, we want to be more like a plant or a tree, which is resilient, and we're seeing it more as a change of attitude or perspective because we're paying attention versus being so reactionary where it's like, oh, weather's changing. I hate fall. I hate winter. I only like summer. Right. So you want to find yourself moving through things with the breath, the inhales and the exhales to create wholeness and regenerate. That's my lecture for today, or that's my point I wanted to make, is that if we change the way we look at things, the things you look at change. And then in turn, we're out of a state of fight or flight, and we're up into like that golden state of being where things become like effortless and easy and positive. Mm -hmm. Just like when you guys mentored those little kids from middle school, it was fun. You didn't have to really like force anything. But if you try to push open a door and it's locked and you're pushing and you're, pu and you're pushing, then you're, who are you going to hurt? Really? Yourself. Right, yourself. Or also the door could be pulled open. Yeah, all right. Yep. 
But if it just, you push into the door and the door opens really easily, then life is so much better, right? And you can just step through and move forward and move up into a more, um, more Im- incredible, authentic experience. There you go. That's what I wanted to share with you. So we are going to practice some breathing. Your inhale is like springtime. It's rejuvenating. It opens up space. And your exhale is letting go and pushing things out and purging toxins. So take your feet and bring them frontal hip bone distance apart. And begin to guide your hands onto your legs. And we'll add some movement with our... We'll add some movement with our breathing to help us to show that cycle, that wholeness, and that unification, how everything's interconnected. Are you ready? Empieza. Does anybody know Spanish? That means, como esta? Yeah, bien, gracias. But um, empieza means let's begin, right? Let's begin. No. No. That's good. That, That translates into many languages. So you can't tell if I speak Spanish because I'm in Spanish. Right. Right. Okay, ready? Inhale, lift your heart, breathe in through the nose, which calms your body. And exhale, breathe out through the mouth, which allows more toxins to get purged out of your system. Inhale, lift your heart, shoulders back. Exhale, hollow out your belly, chin to your collarbones. Inhale, lift, and open. Good. Exhale, hollow out your belly. Inhale, lift, and open. Exhale, hollow out your belly. So it's so simple but so profound. How many people started yawning? Right? How many people felt their back cracking? All of these things are okay because they're helping your body to regenerate, to um, feel really fluid, and to stay strong and supple, like silly putty. All right, you ready? Take and bring your left hand to the outside of your right leg. Squeeze your knees together as your feet stay down so you keep connected, and reach your right hand all the way open as you open up your body. The fingers reach back, the legs merge together, your chest is inhaling and exhaling, expanding and releasing. Opening. Yep. Bring your right hand forward, grab the outside of the left knee, and take your left hand and reach back behind you and twist. So just like you all have chores, this is your chore but in a positive way because you're releasing toxins, so you're sweeping up the dirt from your body and letting it go. (laughs) Breathe deeper. Good, look back forward. Take your hands onto your legs. Lift your right foot up and keep your knees connected and rotate your right ankle. Good, so your ankles even need a little stretch. Rotate your foot in the other direction. Careful, boys. And stomp out the right foot. Good. Squeeze the knees together again. And lift the left foot up and rotate your foot. Now, notice, because a lot of people's butts don't fire. Their glutes don't fire. Are your glutes engaged as you move your foot? 
Yep, so we're never passive. We're always active and vibrant and alive. And then stomp your feet because we want to find ourselves thriving in this space. Okay, with your next exhale, can you hold on to the sides of your chair and lift both legs up? Good job. And lower both feet down. I know, you can't do that for so long. But what happened when you lifted your legs up? It started hurting. It started hurting. It was light, right? Who noticed if they stopped breathing? Right? Because when we are doing something that's a little bit challenging, our first reaction is to go to our animal brain, right? And so we go into fight or flight. So we might have stopped breathing. Now I'm going to challenge you to lift your legs up. You can hold onto the chair and lean back. Two deep breaths. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. I can't do that. That's okay. Exhale. Lower your feet. Stomp them out. That was pretty impressive. Good. All right. So you're all doing a really good job. Let's take and keep our right hand down and reach the left arm up. You're still sitting in your chair. Stretch up and over and relax the breath. You got it. Inhale and exhale. Take the left hand down. Reach your right arm up. Press down through your feet and stretch up and over. Breathing deeply into your low back. How do you breathe deeply into your low back? Just focus your thoughts into your low back and then you get there. Come on back up. Hands are down. And reach the palms uh, so that they face down and the fingers are forward. Engage your glutes. Lift your hips up off the chair two inches. Yes, you can. I know you can. Good. Lower back down. Hands to the legs. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We'll just let them be. Reach your hands forward. Reach for this. Yep. Now engage your buns and lift your hips up two inches. Good. Really good, everybody. Reach your arms up. Awesome. You're like a lightning bolt of energy. I can't do that. Feel the I don't strength. have much strength in my knees. You're okay. Straighten the legs. And with your exhale, take your arms back behind you. Interlace your fingers. So now you're just standing here, right? Lean back a little bit and pull your arms back. Hmm, good. You can do this if you're still seated. You're okay. Breathe. It's hard, isn't it? Can we opt out to do something if it hurts? You can opt out of doing anything if it doesn't feel good. Remember, there's a huge difference between good pain and bad pain, and we're honoring our bodies and where we're at today. Right? Right. Little bend in the knees. Draw your head down towards the floor and your arms up and over. Oh my God, no. Relax your hands to the ground. And with a little bend in the knees, roll up to standing. <laughs> Good. Okay, you only have me for two more minutes. Let's honor this space, okay? Open your arms and legs really wide. Good. Good. So we're like a starfish. So feel really fluid and flexible. 
You really open. Okay, and then get really, really strong. Because even though starfishes are they're fluid, they still, as they float in the ocean, they still are strong when they come up onto the beach, right? Bring your hands and your feet together. Good. Take a nice deep breath. Inhale. Exhale everything out. And then jump wide again and be a starfish in the ocean, really fluid. Feel your arms calm. <coughs> and then jump your feet and hands together. So we're always balanced between that really, really loosey-goosey place and that more strong and confident mountain-like stance, right? Good job. Reach your arms up high. With your next exhale, see if you can take a little bend in the knees so you protect your low back and your knees. Dive down and fold forward with your hands to the ground, your head hangs down. Separate your feet so that the toes are pointing out and come into a little bit of a squat. So you're coming into a little frog pose. Nope, nope. That's I can't okay. do that. That's okay, I'm do the best you can. This stretches out your back, it broadens the um, uh, tissues and gets rid of all the tightness and the constricted stuff. Good job. Bring your hands to the ground, your hips nice and high, toe your feet together. And try and take three deep breaths as you come up. Good. Yeah. Yeah, very good. So let's take and be a tree. Hands to your heart. You can do this in the chair too. Bring one leg to the other leg. Really good. So you're practicing balancing and breathing. That's awesome, Michael. Breathe into it. Knee comes forward, foot releases, arms come down. So because I started off talking about change and trees and nature, I guess it's a good thing that we end with change and trees and nature, right? So no matter which way the wind blows, you can find yourself nurtured with the breath. Your exhale is like the root of the trees. But then your inhale is like when the trees get leaves and they blossom like springtime. Good. Knees come forward, foot relaxes, arms down by your sides. That is fake. That is fake. Okay, the last thing that we're going to do now that we're sitting back in the chair is take and bring your hands to your tummy. One of the biggest things about yoga is that if you're breathing, you're pretty much doing yoga, right? But it has to be a conscious, active breath. It can't be constricted or tight. It has to be free and liberated. <coughs> so close your eyes and feel the belly rise and fall. So the diaphragm inside of you is massaging your internal organs. And you're finding a lot of clarity and focus. So after the giggles subside, begin to just feel yourself calm and that calm abiding is always there through any change any transition we just have to remember that within us we have this incredible space so that we have to give ourselves the opportunity to listen 
And then our experiences are way, way, way better. And as we bring our um, hands off the tummy and put them in front of our chest, rub your palms together. Your eyes are still kind of closed. And take the warmth of your hands over your closed eyes. Release your hands from your eyes. And as they open, see the new perspective and the transformation and the calmness as you've created this amazing kind of joyful insight and inner peace. What do you think? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs sideways. Oh, a resounding thumbs up. You all did a very, very good job today. I appreciate your time and energy. Our magic yoga word is namaste, right? Namaste. 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 Namaste.